0: Welcome to Weddings Unveiled, the podcast designed to help you build a productive, profitable wedding or event business. Here's your host,
1: Angela Profitt. Hey, y'all. It's Angela Prophet, your event and productivity therapist, coming to you from the heart of Music City in Nashville, Tennessee. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Weddings Unveiled, professional tips and secrets on wedding planning and event design, where we take you behind the scenes of our past experiences in the event industry, what we have learned from them, and how they have made us stronger. This podcast will help you grow a productive and profitable business to launch you into success within the hospitality industry. Today, I'm joined by the best communications and event consultant in the business, Allison Burry.
0: Hey, everybody. Thank you for having me, Angela. I am so excited to share some of our past experiences together. We have definitely been through some unique situations over the years. What are we talking about today?
1: Today, we're going to talk about being flexible with RSVPs and how to be creative to pull it all together.
0: Well, I can't wait to hear what you have to tell us about this tip. What happened?
1: Well, so if you're in the industry and you have been for a while, we all know that we can plan for years on what we think things are going to look like and how many people are going to come. And so typically I've learned this from experience that if someone invites 450 people, we need to make sure we have the budget for 450 people and that the space, the venue can hold that many people because we're in a hot city right now and it's been growing for years ever since we well, we have an awesome mayor. We have an uh, international television show. It's like on fire, like in a great way. And people want to move to Nashville and do destination weddings and events there all the time. So people come. I mean, destination weddings, people want to experience that hospitality and what Music City has to offer. So this client that um, invited, gosh, almost 500 people, they didn't think that many people would come. And so we didn't have 100% attendance, but we built a floor plan, I think around for maybe 300 people, and it had some really cool design elements to it. The bride was very much into design and uniqueness, and she really loved that we valued her input, and then we gave her ideas and showed her things from different vendors that we had that could really pull her vision to life. It was just so much fun. And a lot of times she couldn't even make a decision. She's like, well, I love gold and ivory, but then I also love black and silver. And so what we ended up doing was cocktail hour looked one way. The ceremony looked another way. The dinner area looked another way. And then we did something special in the dancing area. So it all really flowed together in a nice way. But it had a different look for each area, which was a lot, a lot of fun. Um, But I will say that as the RSVP started to come in and get closer to their wedding date, I could tell the bride started to get a little bit stressed because a lot more people were coming than what we had thought were coming. Mm -hmm. And I'd already started thinking of this in my head, like, how can we maximize our space and how can we use different table shapes to really, again, maximize our space? And so we came up with a very, very unique floor plan, which to this day, I think their video and their pictures get so much attention. I mean, we have people that call us or email us or text us on social media or on our phones and say, we love this wedding. We want something just like this. So it was, it ended up being like the biggest inspiration for other couples that loved that venue. And then also... I mean, it, their wedding's just been pinned all over the place. But what people don't understand behind the scenes is that was never even the first plan. It, it was a floor plan that was built out of necessity where we could fit the most people in that space. And so we used serpentine tables to make huge circles, and then we put a 72-inch round table in the center to close that circle up, and we actually were able to sit like 22 people at that huge table. Um, And we did a few of those types of tables. We did some long tables down the sides um, and sat people on both sides. We had benches on one side and different types of chairs on the other. And again, some of this stuff was born out of necessity. Another thing that happened is that um, the venue only had 300 chairs. And so we had to use the chairs for the ceremony, cocktail hour, some of the little vignettes, and then the reception. So to supplement... We had some table designs that had black chairs, some that had benches, some that had um, velour chairs for the wedding party. So every tablescape had different chairs, different floral designs, um, unique chargers, menu cards, napkin folds. Like there was so much detail going on and I actually made a chart for all of the catering team and the design team so everyone knew, like, exactly what was going on. Um, Allison, I would say this is probably one of the most detailed, intricate design weddings that you worked on. Did you learn anything or take anything away from this one?
0: Um, I definitely had a very great time being the type A person that I am. I really, really loved – you know, doing all the charts and we had six or so different tables and every table, like Angela said, had a different napkin fold, different flatware, different chargers, a different menu, a different chair. So, and different linens and being able to kind of plan that beforehand and organize it and make it all make sense because everybody's working on different things. And so everybody, even members that aren't on our planning team and the caterers and all different people need to understand that. So um, this client was definitely our client avatar and we loved them and they trusted us to execute their vision and the bride and her mom were so into all the details and they just kind of explained what they wanted and showed us a few pictures and trusted us to take it from there you know they weren't um they were very involved and came to all the meetings and we met with them a lot but they weren't hovering over us and they trusted us to, you know, just take it and run with it. And, um, they were so thrilled by the end and they loved how it all turned out. And it still to this day is one of the most talked about weddings that we've done. And we all loved it and loving the couple and loving the family made it so much more meaningful for us when we were working so hard and we had to get to the venue, you know, two or three days before because of all of the extra stuff and the special chargers that we brought in. So um, doing all that work and all the hard long nights that we had made it so worth it in the end.
1: And I will say just you're jogging my memory on a couple things that you're saying, Um, you know, a few other tidbits is that if there's linens that your client likes and there's only a certain amount of them that come in a certain size, like you can always be creative and make it work. Like there was this one custom linen from a specific company and they literally had two of those overlays because they were custom made for someone else. So we were able to work those into the design and we actually found a few different linens like that. I think on most of our events, we probably have three different linen companies because they all have unique things to them, which is totally fine. Um, again, we care what our events look like. So we'll go to the trouble to make sure at the end of the night, they're all sorted appropriately. One thing that's important is having the same person to fold all the napkins, um, for each table design. So they all look the same is so, so important. That's something that we work with the catering staff ahead of time. And sometimes we'll even do the napkins a day or two ahead of time based on what the client wants them to look like. I will say that this floor plan was so much fun. It was tight, and the caterers knew that they were going to have to, um, it was going to be challenging, like walking through that floor plan with trays. It was a seated dinner, Um, but again, communicating ahead of time up front to the catering team really helped, and they're like, oh, this kind of looks like a design that's pretty complicated, but I like to look at it as unique and fun. So having the same service staff work with us who get excited to see what we're going to do each and every weekend is very exciting. Um, Another thing that happened with this client that was just so unfortunate is she had a custom wedding dress made. And she got started with this process really before we were kind of involved. But I know this designer and she does great work. Um... And the bride, after the design was done and she tried on the dress, she just was not thrilled with it. And I went back with her the second time to look at it, and I knew that that designer had not worked on that dress. It definitely was not her standard work. And she, in private, did tell me that she had some of her team members working on it, that she had gotten a new contract with a large company and was working day and night and traveling, trying to get... This other store up and going, which again I completely understand. Like as I grow my team and I grow my companies, I you have to rely on other people and you have to trust other people. But this just was not the client to do this to, and so we actually ended up not using that dress, and the client went somewhere else and just bought a dress off of a rack and had someone else alter it, and she she looked beautiful and. She did change into um, a reception dress towards the end of the night just to get some use out of that other dress. And then we ended up donating them because, well, we were going to sell them, but we just ended up donating them to um, a good cause for someone who didn't have the money for a wedding dress. So it ended up okay, but it was a very unfortunate situation, especially to happen to such a sweet, sweet client. Um. yeah so I think that pretty much wraps up this episode
0: yeah we definitely had a lot of learning opportunities from that wedding but Angela what would you say your biggest takeaway from everything that happened
1: I would say the biggest takeaway is if you have a very intricate design going on that's totally unique that you've got to communicate to the t- not just your team and your execution team but the catering staff the lighting Um, Just the floor is just making sure that everybody's on the same page with all the details that are happening because it affects the entire design team.
0: Definitely. And can you share with our listeners some of the different products and resources that are available to help wedding and event planners?
1: Absolutely. They can visit our blog on our website at angelaprofit.com. There's always great articles and resources available there. You can also sign up for email updates for tips and resources that we only share with our email clients, and we also offer webinars. Usually they're free with all types of different subjects to grow your business. We also have a few live events coming up next year, so be sure that you tune in to social media and watch for information about that.
0: Awesome. Well, Angela, thank you so much for sharing your valuable advice with us today. I can't wait for next week to tell more of our incredible experiences together.
1: And thank you, Allison, for joining me. And thank you to our listeners for joining us today on Weddings Unveiled, professional tips and secrets on wedding planning and event design. Tune in next week to learn more from our past experiences. And if you found this podcast helpful, like please share it with other wedding and event professionals and be sure to subscribe today so you never, ever miss the juicy details of Weddings Unveiled. I'm so passionate about helping other event professionals. And with my background in psychology, I appreciate that our best selves develop from real life situations. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to tune in next week for more great tips on how to grow your business. And if you have a question or an unresolved issue that you would like guidance on, connect with us at AngelaProfit.com. Until next time, remember to stay productive and stay profitable.
0: You've been listening to Weddings Unveiled with Angela Profit. Join us next time for more insights to help you build a productive, profitable wedding or event business. For more great resources, head over to AngelaProfit.com.